Hello, everyone. Welcome to Chan Podcast. Here is where you learn about meditation and Chan. So, what is Chan? Chan, spelled as C H A N, is the Chinese school of Mahayana Buddhism and is the originating tradition of Japanese Zen. We encourage you to learn and practice meditation with a group. If you like to, feel free to visit our website, LondonChanMeditation.org. Hope all of you are well. Hope the sitting sitting was good. Uh, apologies for the postponement of this talk. But we're here now. So tonight's talk, silent illumination. Chinese is Mo Japanese is Mokusho. So silent illumination chan. Mokusho Zen. Mo Chan. The coinage of this term dates back to the 12th, 13th century. Actually, it was a pejorative term. Prior to the coinage, it was quite prevalent in the Southern Song Dynasty, a kind of pacifist, quietist uh, form of meditation. prevalent not only in the Taodong Chan school, but also in the Lingji school. And we have records of this. So Chan master Da Hui of the Lingji school vehemently criticized this form. Of course, the criticism is not as innocent as some kind of doctrinal or practice criticism. It's actually tied to politics. The Southern Song Dynasty witnessed the attacks, invasion of the northern, what the Chinese would call barbarian jurchens raiding Song Dynasty from the north. And many, because by that time, the influence of Chan Buddhism was so pervasive that many of the top official literati were practicing Chan. 
and uh, there were different factions. Uh, the faction that promoted peace, you know, you know, moving the capital of Song Dynasty down south, right? hence Southern Song Dynasty. And there was the pro-war faction. We can't just keep on letting, you know, paying tribute, silk goods, silver good, gold to the Jurchens. You know, uh, we have to take back our land. So if you imagine the Canadians raiding America, you know, taking down, so half of America is actually Canada now. So these two camps. And uh, how this is politically tied is because Chan Master Dahui was the pro-war um, faction. He had many official literati disciples, lay disciples, state, statesmen who were against the idea of uh, just staying in the South. And um, a lot of political turmoil during this time that the pacifist won. And many of the official literati were either killed or exiled. Da Hui being a national, one of the most influential Chan masters during the time, receiving the emperor's purple robe this is the highest honor. Because of that, the emperor, of course, didn't kill him, but exiled him to the malaria-ridden south, down south, and laicized him, so forced him to give up his monastic status, so he became a layperson. The pacifists, many of them were disciples of other faction of Chan masters who promoted peace. That's kind of prevalent. Beginning already in the Northern Song Dynasty, that's kind of prevalent, widespread formal practice. Um, so non-sectarian, it's very important, despite what some scholars promote as this internal sectarian factionalism. It's actually much, much broader than that. Right? And uh, so it's during the exile that Dahui began to really elaborate, criticizing this pacifist form of practice that's tied to what he coined as silent, silent illumination, this form of charm. So it's a pejorative term. One of the uh, greatest contemporary charm masters, Hong Zhi Zhenjue, uh, uh, 
I guess he liked the term. So he chose this term to clarify the true significance of meditation practice. One. And used this term. He turned it into a poetic expression for the experience of awakening. This uh, kind of a description, a metaphor for the wondrous display, functioning of selfless action. Empty yet engaging. Wisdom yet compassion. Expression, silent, still, quiescent, yet illuminating. So he became the the、uh, great promoter of silent illumination chant. He started to write in his. Later part of his life,、uh, many poetic prose and verses elaborating on this wondrous dynamic function of emptiness, selfless expression, wisdom, and compassion, and、uh, the way he. Described it.、Uh, was through the interplay of、uh, silent illumination, quiescent, and wondrous function. You know, light and dark,、uh, still yet engaging. So. Silent illumination, technically, for Hongzhi, it's not really a practice. He never gave any instructions on how to sit, how to actually sit, and so it's not like an imagined silently kind of illuminating light or something like that. No. He used this poetic language to describe awakening self. Completely down to earth, grounded. At the same time, engaging、right? the function of wisdom, and for him, the function of wisdom is just compassion. Thank you for listening to the Dharma Talk by Chan Teacher Guo Gu, who is a founder and teacher at Tallahassee Chan Center in the United States. You can find more talks from him at talahasichan dot org.